Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 252, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on August the 8th, 2023. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. You are sounding good with that new microphone. Oh, thank you. You sound like you're you're in the same room. But we're not. No, we are not. We 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 are oceans in between us, but that's not very far. Uh, little little song reference for you. I know some music. Uh, folks, we are, t- we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Go. Okay, my friend. We, um, you know, we had a break for the summer, um, but we are, you know, officially back. I, you know, I was moving. I had to set up a new studio, um, which, you know, in my new uh, my new place, you know, I have like a full like studio for audio stuff, for video stuff. So it's, you know, the the content is going to be coming hot and heavy now. Okay. Like we are like committed to this. I'm on board. Yeah. And so uh, with that, I wanted to make the announcement that, you know, we had committed to a every other week, um, you know, schedule for the show. We've decided that, you know what, that's not enough. And you guys deserve more. So we are going back to every single week. Uh, Two Men in the Mouse is going to release every Friday. Uh, we will be recording on Tuesdays. So, um, you know, there might be, like, if something drops between Tuesday and Friday and we don't cover it, we'll get to it the next week. Uh, so the um, <clears throat> the other big news that we have is our Patreon is live. Patreon. Patreon. Dropping today. You guys are able to support the show financially, uh, able to help us get new equipment, you know, just make the show better. Like market the show, grow the show. Uh, yeah, the money just all gets funneled back into the show, basically. We are, you know, we are attempting to, uh, you know, really grow Two Men in the Mouse as a brand after, you know, and that's not to say that, you know, like Two Men in the Mouse has always exceeded my expectations of like what this was ever going to be you know like i was always like uh if we get like you know 500 people listening maybe that's cool but like we have like you know we get tens of thousands of downloads a month and uh you know like since moving to podbean in 2017 we have over half a million downloads so that's crazy yeah and and you know i'm i'm very happy with how the show has grown over the years but you know it's it's time to be able to throw more of ourselves into the show and to do that um you know there has to it's got to be um you know there has to be a financial aspect to it to justify the time that we have to put into it uh but again like we've always said you don't have to um you know subscribe to the patreon the show will come out every Friday for free, as it always had, as it always has. If you're happy with all the two men in the mouse that you've gotten, and you don't want anything to change, nothing has to change. But if you want extra content, if you want a weekly Patreon show, if you want, um, you know, video reaction videos, like uh, the one dropping with this, um, either it's either dropping today or it'll be dropping in the next couple of days. I have to make sure uh, we get like the Patreon video thing going. Is us 
watching and reacting to the Full House, um, you know, Walt Disney World episodes. Yeah. So that was a really fun video. I'm actually uh, editing editing that video now as we speak. Well, not as we speak, but like it's open in my computer. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so that, you know, you're able to get things like the Geek Watchtower where Pete and I are going to be talking about comics and movies and TV shows and things like that. Uh, you're going to be able to get a Universal and SeaWorld podcast monthly. Also, Pete and his buddies are also cooking up a bunch of things that they want to do. Um, you know, I, I know you've always wanted to. By the way, we're having a '90s con like in the in the general area, and I thought of you because like the entire 90210. I love 90210. Like the entire cast is there. I would love that. It's also almost the entire cast of Boy Meets World, except for Corey. Um, and that weekend, I actually have tickets to Pod Meets World live at the Hard Rock. So I'm assuming okay. I'm assuming it's going to be the three of them as it usually is, but they're going to have like a bunch of other people with them because they're all at the con. Oh, good for you. Yeah, like the parents and Minkus and Feeny. Feeny's going to be there. Um, Love it. So, yeah, that's, it's very fun. But I know, like, you always said you wanted to do, like, a 90210 podcast. Or, like, we can do, like, an episode of Gilmore, like, a Gilmore Girls podcast. Like, you know, there's so much that we're going to be able to do, and that's all going to be exclusive to our Patreon. Uh, we are, however, releasing the first patron-only episode for free to give you guys a little sample. I don't want you guys to, you know, if you don't like the the format of us just kind of, like, the Patreon episode, it's a, it's a lot less, like, regimented. I mean, you know, we, it's just basically us just shooting the breeze and, and casually talking Disney. Um, so that one's going to be up on the regular podcast stream for you guys. And, um, yeah, we're going <clears> to <throat> see how that goes and whether you guys like it. And if you do, then, you know, the Patreon's there for you. We've And, and there's merch on the, uh, the Patreon. Uh, uh, most of the tiers, I believe, starting at our $5 tier come with some form of merch, whether it's a sticker, a coffee mug, a t-shirt, and even a hoodie for our Ultimate Mouser tier, which is only limited to five people. So, wow. yeah, uh, that is going to, uh, yeah. So, uh, w- once again, I mean, we're not going to, like, overly hype the Patreon every single week. We'll mention it, but it's not going to be, like, a main focus. So, uh, the main focus will, as always, be, you know, talking Disney the way we always have. Uh, now, if you're also looking for a video component uh, that kind of complements the show for free, the Morty Monster YouTube channel has officially relaunched with our brand new video on the Disney Wish. Uh, that is the Disney Cruise Line ship. Morty tours you guys around the ship. He gives you some touring plans. The Morty Monster YouTube channel has always been in in my mind, like my vision, my dream for it was I wanted to create a Disney vlog with practical like tips that parents and kids could enjoy together. However, in the beginning, I was still kind of learning the ropes. I didn't really know anything about YouTube optimization. And they were kind of just like, hey, follow a crazy puppet as he like w- runs around Walt Disney World and makes observational humor. Um, so let me kill the thing over here. Um, my notifications on my phone are going nuts. So now it's going to be more actionable. Uh, so we are taking more of a different format where it's going to be a lot of B-roll. You know, Morty will still be in the videos, obviously. There's still going to be gags with him and stuff like that live. Uh, we're also going to be doing a lot of like B-roll footage and voiceover to kind of give you guys more practical tips. So it's, you know, you're going on a trip with your kids. You want to get your kids excited. Morty's going to give tips for both the kids and the adults. And you guys can watch it together and, you know, and, and get psyched up for your trip. So those are going to be coming um, hopefully at least two videos a week, if not more. So that can be found at YouTube.com slash Morty Monster. Um, by the way, I have to apologize. If you guys hear anything in the background? Uh, some guys are here um, 
you know, working on some stuff in my apartment with the water heater. Uh, so you might hear them and you might hear uh, Taz, the uh, the official pod dog of Two Men and the Mouse, barking in the background because he doesn't <laughs> like strangers. Uh, so uh, he's got a very little bark, though. Um, all right. So are you ready to dive in, my friend? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, folks. Uh, we have got some worldwide news first. And, you know, the news is brought to you by our friends at Away With Me Travel. Uh, he is the official travel agency of Two Men and the Mouse. Justin and his friends from over... Uh, Justin, the host of DDP Today, is the guy that runs it. He does such a great job. Uh, you Such attention to detail. I mean, I'm, I'm incredibly impressed. Uh, so our friends at Away With Me Travel, check them out. They are just top-notch. Okay, so worldwide news. We've got some big changes coming to the dining reservation system at Disney. Did you hear about that? Okay. This I, is, I read something about it. Yeah, this is something that I think applies to you and a lot of our friends who you know do their own dining reservations. Okay, so in the coming uh, days, Disney will be rolling out a major improvement to dining reservations in the My Disney Experience app and through the website, uh, which, of course, probably means it's not going to work for the first week. Uh, that's usually how yeah, it goes. Of course. So first and most significantly, you're going to be able to see all reservation slots available for a selected dining location and time frame, much like you would see on something like Open Table. The system currently only shows a few available slots. It's based on the time frame. So like normally it's like you select like I want dinner and it'll be, give you like three options. But this time you'll right. be able to see all time slots for a restaurant, which I think is just awesome because you don't have to like search around for it. Uh, secondly, the restaurant reservation availability will be sorted by meal period, so you can view which menu is being served during a reservation. This will be especially useful for reservations around 4 p.m. when restaurants typically switch from lunch to dinner menus, and both of these features have been long requested by guests through the My Disney Experience app. And uh, yeah, so what do you think about that? Uh, I, I like that. I mean, you know, there are times where, okay, you know, of course you have your hard-to-get reservations that you're right on there right away, but there's right. other times where you're like... I don't know what we want to eat. So it'd be nice to pull up everything at once. Oh, absolutely. I agree 100%. Um, so we've got some resort news. I'm, I'm kind of flying through some of these because we've got so much news to get through today. We have a full menu revealed for the new quick service restaurant at Trails End over at Disney's Fort Wilderness. Now, okay. normally, you know, we don't go into like such niche things as like a... Um, you know, a, a, like the Fort Wilderness, uh, you know, restaurant. But this is like... I love Trails End. It was my favorite like breakfast on property for so long, and I know I, I just I wanted to go through like you know what this is going to be. So, um, the refreshed Trails End has reopened as of I believe it was like twelve days ago, uh, as of this recording. So it has an all-new menu. Operating hours are from 7.30 a.m. to 9.45 p.m. And Trails End is included with mobile order. So you can mobile order for this. This okay. actually, you know, for quick service food, this looks pretty good. Like, I might actually make the trek to Fort Wilderness just for this quick service food, which I can't believe I'm saying. You totally should. Well, yeah. Why not? I mean, look, I love a good trip to Fort Wilderness. Like, for breakfast, like, yeah, it, it's, it's nice. I mean, especially, like, once the Tricircle D Ranch, like renovations are done and you're able to see the horses again and things like that it's it's a nice place to just get to go i always though recommend taking the boat from magic kingdom to go there because uh, if you go in through the front you've got to take a bunch of different buses it's just hard yeah, it's a hassle it's a big hassle to go through the front so but when you go take the boat from magic kingdom it drops you right in front of trails end at hoopty do review so breakfast all right so we have 
Entrees, the bounty platter, that's scrambled eggs, French toast sticks, potato barrels, and a biscuit served with bacon and sausage. Then you have your classic Mickey-shaped waffles, your chicken and egg biscuit with potato barrels, a bacon breakfast croissant sandwich, a and a sausage breakfast croissant sandwich. So that actually sounds pretty good. Okay, yeah. Uh, plant-based, you got a harvest platter, which is a plant-based waffle, plant-based eggs, jackfruit, plant-based roll, and potato barrels. They're making a lot of plant-based stuff there. For sides for breakfast, you have oatmeal, bread pudding, biscuits and gravy, and French toast sticks. I mean, I love a good um, bread pudding and a good biscuits and gravy. Yeah, me too. Right? Um, then you can also get bacon, sausage, or potato barrels, which, you know, they call them potato barrels, but folks, they're tater tots. Right, yeah. Like, is tater tots like a like a brand? It must be. Right? It must be, yeah, copyrighted Why else would people somehow? call it, yeah, why else would they call it potato barrels? I don't know. It's so weird to me. Um, okay, so kids, Disney check meals. You can have oatmeal served with your choice of sides in a small low-fat milk or Dasani bottled water. Um, this meets the Disney nutrition guidelines for complete meals without substitutions. Kids meals, you can also get the Mickey waffles. Um, bakery, they have a cornbread loaf, a chocolate cream cupcake, a Mickey brownie, a s'mores cookie, a chocolate turtle brownie, a cinnamon roll Danish assortment, fort fruity cookie, which I don't even know what that is, but it sounds awesome. Mm. Uh, hot cocoa cookie, milk chocolate toffee cookie, and a muffin assortment. For snacks, you have a strawberry cup and uh, mandarin oranges. The little, like, three-pack of the, what right. they call them, cuties. Uh, you can also get apples with caramel, carrots and celery with ranch, a fruit cup, watermelon cup, chocolate chip cookie, oatmeal raisin cookie, sugar cookie, blueberry Greek yogurt, strawberry Greek yogurt, and a bunch of allergy-friendly cookies. Wow, that's a lot for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's that's a good amount. Lunch and dinner. We've got family meals, barbecued ribs, full slab meal served with cornbread, coleslaw, mashed potatoes, and gravy serves two to four people for $30 okay. and 99 cents. Not bad for two to four people, $30 at Disney. That's amazing. Or one really hungry person. Yeah. I mean like, you know, one, one Kev, uh, and actually that's not <laughs> true. I don't eat a lot at all. <laughs> people always think that I eat a lot because you know, I'm fat, but the, um, uh, I actually like I eat like a bird, basically, which is ironic because birds hate me. Uh, That's pretty funny. We also have a half slab of barbecued ribs and four-piece chicken served with cornbread, coleslaw, mashed potatoes, and gravy. That also serves two to four, and that is twenty-eight ninety-nine. With a difference of two dollars between the half slab of ribs and the full slab of ribs, I think I'm always going to go with the full slab of ribs. I would think so, also. right? And just bring a little, like you know, plastic to bring it home, like like I like right. to do. Uh, you can also get a eight-piece fried chicken meal that also serves two to four, which comes with fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and macaroni and cheese for twenty six ninety nine. Okay. There's also a family-sized pepperoni pizza and a family-sized cheese pizza. And I've never seen a restaurant serve a family-sized pizza at Disney before. I haven't either. Is that, I mean, we're talking like a full pizza. I mean, you're saying it serves two to four people. It's a family-sized pizza. I'm assuming it's like a big eight-slice pizza. Yeah, it's eight slices. Yeah. Right. Entrees for just one person. Barbecue ribs, half slab meal, an Angus cheeseburger topped with cheddar, lettuce, and tomato on a brioche bun. Barbecue pulled pork, 10-hour smoked pulled pork they have with barbecue sauce. Topped okay. with creamy slaw and served with fries. Uh, chicken nuggets, fried chicken two-piece meal served with cornbread, coleslaw, and mashed potatoes and gravy. You also have a bunch of salads. The Fort Wilderness Garden Salad, the Pioneer Berry Salad with Chicken. The Fort Wilderness Garden Salad. Um, oh, you have Fort Wilderness Garden Salad with chicken or just the Fort Wilderness Garden Salad and the Pioneer Berry Salad without chicken. So basically, 
whether you want it with or without chicken is the thing. Uh, right. The plant-based, you have the Fort Wilderness veggie burger and a lemon blueberry trifle. Sides of French fries, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, gravy, and coleslaw. The Disney check meal for kids is a ham sandwich served with choice of sides and a beverage. Uh, and a turkey sandwich. Kids meals are un- kids meals can also you can get uncrustables, which I mean I guess if you have really picky kids, that's like but could you imagine yeah. like using a meal credit on an uncrustable? No, but I get it. I mean yeah. kids are different. Yeah. Right. Like you don't know. Like my brother only ate chicken nuggets when he was a kid, so Right. Right. Um strawberry sh- for dessert, strawberry shortcake, a Mickey ice cream sandwich, a Mickey bar, a pineapple upside down cake push pop. That's interesting. Okay. And a raspberry cupcake. Snacks are a strawberry cup, mandarin oranges, apples with caramel, carrots, and celery with ranch. Fruit cup, watermelon cup, chocolate chip cookie. Uh, basically, all the other cookies that we mentioned before. Uh, bakery is exactly the same. So there you go. I mean, that's a, that's a that's got to be one of the best quick service menus I've ever seen. It sounds wonderful. Yeah, like I'm not even upset that they're not doing the sit down restaurant anymore. Right. Like you're telling me I can mobile order that on my way over and just like. Mobile order a full rack of ribs. Yeah, right. <laughs> and thirty dollars. Thirty dollars for a full rack of ribs meal that serves two to four people. I don't know. That sounds pretty good to me. It's got to be great if uh, if you're like staying there. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, because mm-hmm. you could just get it and bring it back with you. Right. Absolutely. Oh, right. Uh, so no water park news other than the fact that I still like them. Uh, no Disney Springs news this week, but we do have Magic Kingdom news and a lot of it. Uh, first, oh, good. First up, the Magic Kingdom fall decorations are officially up as of August 1st. Yeah, or maybe July 31st, Stephen. I think it was July 31st that they put it, it up. It was, which is really weird to me, but yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, which is funny also because it is I don't know if you've been following the fact that, like, it has just been beastly hot in Florida all summer. Like, this is a brutal summer. Right. And, like, Disney has been especially brutal, like, with with the heat. Like, it's over 100 degrees most days now. Uh, but the fall season has officially arrived. We've got those scarecrows with the pumpkin heads. We've got all the different jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, the, you know, the orange, um, yellow, and red banners all over Main Street. And, again, you know, like always, these are basically, you know, just there for Main Street. Um, right. And my favorite, the jack-o'-lanterns that say, see you real soon over the exit. Oh, that's cool. I didn't see that. You've never seen those before? They've always been there. Huh. I don't remember seeing it. That's that's really funny that you never noticed that. Like, it's always yeah, like my like favorite that, thing though. in the fall. Uh, over at the Haunted Mansion, speaking of Halloween, work has begun on installing the Hatbox Ghost. Yeah, it has. Um, so it's going to be a new animatronic figure. The cur- a curtain is now in place on the left side of the endless hallway where the hatbox ghost will be positioned. So that's really interesting that the hatbox ghost is going to be in the endless hallway and not in the attic. Yeah, I mean, I know there's some controversy over this. I, Look, I got to see it before. There's controversy. With, there's controversy with me over this because I don't want the hatbox ghost. I don't either. But I see it's it as not invasive. A crazy deal breaker. I see it as invasive almost. Like, no, I don't want that. Like that's a Disneyland thing, and I, I liked that it was a Disneyland thing. It gave me a reason. Me too. It gave me a reason to go to Disneyland. But you know what? There's so much Hatbox Ghost merchandise, and they always release it here. And I'm yep. like, well, we don't have the Hatbox Ghost, so we shouldn't have the merchandise. So I guess their answer to that was, we're going to give you the Hatbox Ghost, other than take the merchandise away. Uh, but I mean, now- it's weird. The Hatbox Ghost is on the ride photo. Yeah. You know, so it makes sense. I mean, I also, I don't, like, it looks like from where it's positioned, it's taking the place of that chair that had the hidden Donald on it. Yeah. 
which I like the hidden Donald. Yeah. So, um, Disney remains tight-lipped on when we will see the Hatbox Ghost materialize. Uh, currently, the Haunted Mansion is closed for refurbishment. By the time this episode drops, I believe it should be reopened. Um, yes, it will, because I think it reopens on the 10th. It is not believed, however, that the Hatbox Ghost will be done with this refurbishment. So I don't know if they're just installing him, like, like during the night. Huh. It's interesting. I mean, they're saying that he's not installed yet, but this is dropping on Friday, so it could be that he's out there. And Well, maybe he's not out there, but maybe they're laying all the necessary groundwork. Yeah. And this way, like, when he's ready, and they can kind of just put it in without having to close the Haunted Mansion. Right. Now, he was gone from Disneyland for a long time, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, forever. It didn't really work, so. Right. All right, so there for a long time. Speaking of Halloween, the opening night of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is officially sold out. Wow. A lot of these have been selling out. I've actually been surprised by it. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised at every weekend, but attendance has mostly been down lately, so I was wondering how that was going to translate to the Halloween party. Uh, So the opening night is sold out. In a departure from previous years, the opening night on August 11th was not among the first to reach capacity. Halloween on October 31st was the first to sell out, as it usually is. Um, Just one date remains in the opening month on Tuesday, August 29th, priced at $109. Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary takes place from August 11th through November the 1st, and party begins at 7 p.m. and ends at midnight, with park entry for ticket holders from 4 p.m. So there you go. If you're thinking about going, folks, and you haven't purchased your ticket yet, you know, maybe purchase that ticket. Yeah, it's hard. I know a lot of people don't want to buy tickets in case it downpours that night, but yeah. I feel like you have to. I mean, I don't think we're doing Not So Scary this year. We did it last year. Last year, we did both Not So Scary and Very Merry, and this year, I think my fiance was just kind of like, okay, you got to pick one. Right. Uh, so, and we're going to get to what I picked, because there's some news. Uh, so we have also the treats that are going to be available at Not So Scary this year. Some of the okay. uh, specialized food. At Annie Gravity's Galactic Goodies, you have an apple fritter milkshake, which I actually had last year, and it was excellent. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I didn't have it. I had some kind of apple milkshake last year, but this says this is new. But I don't know. I had an apple milkshake at Annie Gravity's last year, and it was good. So if this is anything like that, it will be good. The Cheshire Cafe has a mummy treat. It's flaky pastry filled with chocolate hazelnut filling. That's a Cheshire cat tail. (laughs) Probably in the shape of a mummy. <laughs> uh, a Queen of Hearts slushy, uh, which is a frozen frozen cherry slushy drizzled with black cherry puree and topped with whipped cream. Uh, then there's a Witch's Cold Brew French Vanilla Joffrey's Coffee topped with pumpkin spice foam and Halloween sprinkles. Over at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe, where I believe during the you know during the party they give Sunny Eclipse a little break. Uh, yes, typically. they do. So that is going to be the terrifying twice spiced chicken sandwich, which is spicy fried chicken breast dipped in hot honey and topped with pepper jack cheese uh, with jalapeno poppers and bacon. That sounds really good. Okay. I'm all about that. The snarling sub, which is a meatball sub with spicy marinara, pesto, and pearl mozzarella teeth served on a black roll. The zombie fingers, which are almond cookie fingers, key lime pie, white chocolate ganache, served in caramel, crisp pearls, and, a sh- and sugar eyes. And then there's the river sticks elixir, which is kiwi lemonade with luster dust. I don't know what luster dust is, but... Uh, over at the Friar's Nook, you got the pain and panic bratwurst, which is uh, sweet and spicy onion relish and sriracha mustard. You got the pain and panic loaded tots, which are topped with a sweet and spicy onion relish, sriracha mustard, and crumbled bratwurst. 
and the buffalo chicken hand pie with spicy ranch drizzle and blue cheese powder. So it's like a, it's almost like a, like a hot pocket, or a empanada. Yeah, so it sounds like like an empanada. It looks like an empanada. Um, at the Golden Oak Outpost, you got the Tombstone Tart, which is a flaky pastry filled with strawberry jalapeno jam. Uh, then loaded sweet potato fries tossed in cinnamon sugar and topped with marshmallow cream. I guess sweet potato that works with, but I don't know. That does not sound like a, a Kev thing. Um, Liberty Square Market has got a black velvet whoopie pie, which is a black velvet cookie with buttercream and sprinkles topped with a sugar spider. The Main Street Bakery has a Mickey-shaped cinnamon roll and a mini-shaped pumpkin cheesecake. Pecos Bill's okay. Tall Tale Inn and Cafe, uh, that has got a Cajun burger, which is a Cajun spice all beef patty type topped with fried green tomatoes, Cajun andouille dip, and Creole remoulade served on a black bun. That These good. black buns, they're, they're yeah. weird. Yeah, they are weird. They look like they're almost like pumpernickel bread, but they're not. Like, they're just regular right. white bread. Right, yeah, they're bread, just regular. Right. But, like, has food dye in it, I guess. Um, you also got a bucket of bones, which is a bone-in piggy wings fried with fresh jalapenos tossed in Coca-Cola cherry barbecue sauce. That sounds interesting. Then, of course, there is the candy corn milkshake, which is the sweet corn soft serve topped with whipped cream and sweet potato cornbread nuggets. So now normally they have the candy corn soft serve, but now I guess they're making it into a milkshake. That is new this year. It's a lot of I would like stuff. to try that. But I mean, literally, like, try a sip of it. I doubt I could drink a whole Probably one. not. It sounds very sweet. Yeah. Um, the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor has an apple fritter sundae and an ice cream cookie sandwich. The um, Their ice cream cookie sandwiches are just top-notch in Disney lately. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're so yeah. good. Sleepy, Holly has, ha, Sleepy Hollow has a char siu chicken wings, headless horseman cupcake, and a cinnamon funnel cake. Storybook Treats has a Hades Cone Dole Whip Mango and Habanero Soft Serve topped with blue raspberry shell and chili lime seasoning. No, thank you. Uh, It comes in a blue cone. Okay. Sunshine Tree Terrace has the Tropical Graveyard, which is a mango mousse and sour tropical gelatin topped with cookie crumbles, gummy worms, sprinkles, and tombstone chocolate piece. Then there's the Churro Cart near Cinderella Castle, which has the Not-So-Poison Apple Churro, a Jack Pop, which is a chocolate fudge brownie with marshmallow filling, and a Sally Pop, which is a yellow pop with raspberry filling topped with a Sally chocolate piece. Finally, the outdoor vending cart near the Haunted Mansion will have a Skull Brownie. It's a lot of treats. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's a lot. You know what stinks is, like, there's a lot of things on there that I would have wanted. And, like, I don't know. I'm, I I might actually have to go for, for Morty. Like, maybe just go by myself? Uh, I don't know. That's a conversation I'm going to have to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you might have to go. Right. And it's a, it, I mean, if the, 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 it gets monetized. It's a tax write-off, so. There you go. Um, okay. The trick-or-treat locations have also been posted for Not So Scary. I mean, these are typically pretty, you know, static. But right. um, that is going to be Main Street USA at the Bypass. Uh, which is that little, you know, side uh, hallway yep. that I love. It always means you're at a fun event. Adventureland is going to be near the Tiki Room and inside Tortuga Tavern. Fantasyland is Gaston's Tavern and Ariel's Grotto. Uh, the Tomorrowland Launch Depot will be near the Carousel of Progress inside Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor, inside Cosmic Rays, and near the Tomorrowland Launch Depot. Uh, Frontierland <laughs> is going to have it near Country Bear Jamboree. And near Tom Sawyer Island Raft Dock. In Liberty Square, you got inside Columbia Harbor House, inside Pinocchio Village House, and near Mickey's Philhar Magic. I guess they're not doing the one that's by uh, Haunted Mansion anymore. Hmm. That's interesting. 
Of course, there's also the allergy-friendly trick-or-treat experience if you are allergic to things like my fiance, who has a deadly peanut allergy. Um, you can, When you enter, you can see a cast member to pick up a teal-colored treat bag. These bags are also available at the allergy-friendly center in Liberty Square, which is where Great Moments in History used to be. Uh, when you trick-or-treat with your teal bag, you'll receive a special token at each treat station, and you can later redeem those at the allergy-friendly centers for your special treats. Kind of want one of those just to, like, have a token. Like, keep it. Yeah. Yeah, what's oh, the I'm, token? I have deathly allergies. Give me that teal bag, please. And then they just stuff it in my pocket or something. Like, uh, Okay, so dates and pricing have been announced for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Okay. <sighs> okay, here we go. So it's going to be November 9th through December 22nd. Um... Ticket prices will range from $159 to $199 per person, which is an increase of $10 for the cheapest cheapest ticket compared to 2022. Why do you think this is so much? I feel like people like the Halloween party more than the Christmas party. So why do you think? I I definitely do. I I mean, I don't. don't. I prefer the Christmas party. I will always prefer the Christmas party. But why do you think that the Christmas party is priced like $50 more than the Halloween party? What do you get with the okay? So you get candy, obviously, at um at Halloween. the Halloween party. What do you get at the Christmas cookies. party? Cookies and hot chocolate. And, I, and I've and I've had those cookies. They're not. No, they're great. not. They're not like quality. Like they're in like they're like prepackaged cookies. Like they're yeah, in, you know, they're in like wrappers and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You do uh, last year. You got like a special Christmas ornament. What, what about this? What about like um. You know, late August to October just isn't nearly as busy as November and December. Maybe they're just capitalizing. It could on, be that. It definitely know, could people. be that. I, I don't know. I just think it's way too expensive. Uh, dates are November 9th, 10th, 13th, 14th, 16th, 17th, 19th, 21st, 22nd, 26th, 28th, and 30th. And you have December 1st, 3rd, 5th, 7th, 8th, 10th, 12th. 14th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 21st, and 22nd. Uh, returning shows and entertainment include Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration and Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks. Uh, you'll also get the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. So there you go. All right. Nothing really like new or exciting this year for that. Um, and now here's another kick in the kick in the teeth about the Christmas party. <laughs> Magic Kingdom expected to miss out on Cinderella Castle Dreamlights again this year. I think we need to stop anticipating that we might get the Dreamlights back. I don't. They, I don't know why people think they're coming back. They're never coming back. Now that they've realized that they can just light the castle with projections, they are right. never putting those projections that are already set up. There's but no why, work involved. But why don't they have a projection that looks like the Dreamlights? I, that, that doesn't that solve everything. They don't have that, and the, so here's my problem. Okay, they don't have a projection that looks like the Dreamlights, and the um, they don't leave the projections on all night. Right. When I was there for the Christmas party, it was mostly just like, like just the regular castle, like with some lights. Like it was not project. I I was like, for this, you should be projecting all night. Yeah, I mean, I do like the regular castle also for pictures and stuff, but that's why I thought like having the dream lights up there would make total sense. Right. Like, but like nor- the dream lights were on all night at Christmas time. It was a special thing. Yep. Why aren't yep. you just illumined like like projecting the dream lights in the same time you would have normally had the dream lights? That's. So there were some murmurings earlier in the year that they might make a return this year, which I never believed for a second. 
Um, but the plans for the holiday season apparently continue to be projectors to produce visual effects. Um, Disney will be announcing its plans for the holiday season at Walt Disney World. Um, so yeah, it's no, yeah, we're not, we're not getting them. No, no, we're not. Uh, the totally Tomorrowland Christmas party has been canceled as part of, uh, okay. Yeah. So that was normally a thing that was at the very Merry Christmas party. Uh, not getting it this year. That was the dance show that featured holiday songs with Tomorrowland Twist that starred the cast of Tomorrowland characters like Mike Wazowski, Buzz Lightyear, and Stitch. Uh, so, yeah, that's not happening this year, which, I mean, whatever. I don't think anybody was there for, like, oh, I gotta go for the, the you know, totally Tomorrowland Christmas dance party. Uh, so, we've got Epcot news. Four new food and wine kiosks are coming this September. Now, okay. Okay, I'll I'll read this first, and then I want to ask you a question about this. So, the four previously announced brand new global marketplaces coming to the 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival will make their debut in September. That is Char and Chop, Wine and Wedge, Bubbles and Brine, and Swirled Showcase. I like that name, Swirled Showcase. Yeah, that's cool. Um, They'll all open alongside the Disney 100 celebration on September 22nd, 2023. So, not only in September, late September they're opening. Uh, food items. You're going to get uh, roasted porchetta with lemon parsley salsa verde and shaved fennel salad. A grilled impossible spicy sausage with herb polenta. Um, a meat assorti. That's what it says, assorti. I'm not being, I'm not, I'm not being like, you know. Right. A <laughs> uh, trio of shaved meat with baby arugula, pickled mustard seeds, black truffle oil, and grilled ciabatta. Um, wine and Wedge is going to have uh, assorted artisanal cheeses and accompaniments, which is part of a meal's fromage montage, uh, which, if you're lactose intolerant, um, it's worth the diarrhea. I really? Think. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of good cheese. Uh, a Borzin and Fig balsamic souffle with fig tapenade, which is also part of the fromage montage. Uh, a Southern pimento cheese with bread and butter, pickled vegetables, and grilled bread, which is also fromage montage. And an artist palette of wine and cheese, uh, assorted artisanal cheeses, and a and accoutrements paired with um, a Riesling, basically, uh, and a, a hearty apple brandy and Florida Orange Groves Winery Black and Blue Port. At Bubbles and Brine, you're getting a Jumbo Shrimp Cocktail, a Jonah Crab Claw Cocktail, and Caviar. And then at Swirled Showcase, it's a Bicky-shaped liquid nitro cake, soft serve in a waffle cone, vanilla, the soft serve will be vanilla, apple, cinnamon, salted caramel, a cream soda float with vanilla soft serve, and a, fa- and a Fanta grape float with vanilla soft serve. How do you feel about this new thing they're doing with these festivals where they roll the, where they roll kiosks out months after the festival begins? Because this is a thing they've been doing a lot lately. Or they'll take the, they'll take the, the kiosks that they have and like in another month they'll swap the menu completely. I, I guess it's just to get repeat business. I assume, yeah, I assume it's for the people like me who, like, you know, are going all the time. But if you're traveling to Disney for a vacation, like, right. don't you want, like, the full food and wine festival? Yeah, I mean, you would think so. I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of them doing that. I, I mean. I, I think it's weird. And I know that it's done for people like me, and I'm still like, no, I don't think you should be doing that. Right. So. Okay. We have a full lineup announced for the Eat to the Beat concert series. So it's time to play that classic game. Has Kev heard go. of these musicians? <laughs> Can he say their names correctly? Yes. All right. So we've had a couple that have already happened. 
Um, July 27th was Funkified. Uh, Were they good? uh, uh, The best. Yeah, because I was totally there. Uh, July 28th to 29th is Orianthi. July 30th to 31st was For King and Country. August 1st to 3rd was Funkified again. August 4th to 5th, Southern Avenue. August 6th to 7th was Tiffany. Apparently, I missed Tiffany this year. I saw her oh. last year. Last year, that yeah, was the one the one concert we went to. And I did not know who Tiffany was. And, my, you know, she started to sing the, I think we're alone now. And my fiance was like, okay, now you know who she is, right? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Never heard the song so in my funny. life. I thought Tiffany was a character. Uh, my, my one friend was like, oh, she was the one on Full House where, like, DJ wanted to go to the mall to see Tiffany. I said, I thought that was something they made up for Full House. <laughs> August 8th to 10th is Champagne. August 11th to 12th is Ruben Stuttert with Haley Reinhardt. I've heard of Ruben Stuttert. Right, know, wasn't he on American, American Idol? Idol season two? Yep. He beat Clay Aiken. There you go. August 13th to 14th was the Bacon Brothers, but apparently they, uh, what I just saw, in a, in a huge controversy, the Bacon Brothers have pulled out of the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. What? I know. How are we ever going to get by? Crazy. August 15th to 17th, you got the M80s. Uh, August 8th, 18th to 21st. I've never heard of the M80s. Then you got Maybe Joey. F- uh, you know, I'm not even going to give the dates anymore. I'm just going to go down the list because there's a lot yeah, of them. Yeah. Uh, we got Joey Fatone and Friends. I've heard of Joey Fatone. Maybe not as Friends. But the Female Collective, I have not heard of. Um, are they from Star Wars? Maybe. Probably at this point. Maybe. Uh, uh, Aaron um Aaron Jones, never heard of him. Philip Phillips, never heard of it. Element, never heard of him. I think Philip Phillips was an American Idol person also. Isn't Philip Phil the name that Kermit takes in Muppets Take Manhattan when he gets amnesia? (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Yeah, Philip. Philip Phil. Like, we used to say, wait till the boys in marketing here about this one. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Element, uh, never heard of them. The Baja Men, obviously, I know. Mercy Me, nope. Foreigner's Journey, no. Ray Parker Jr., no. Toby Mac, I've heard of. Hooligans, no. Monsieur... Wait a minute. You haven't heard of Ray Parker Jr.? No. We do this every year, Kevin. He sang the Ghostbusters theme song. Oh, what else did he sing? He sang the Ghostbusters theme song again. Yes, exactly. Do you think he sings the Ghostbusters theme song at Food and Wine Festival? No, 100% he does. There is 0% chance that he doesn't sing. It's so funny because like that's a universal thing. Yeah. Is Ghostbusters. Um, then you've got... Um, Monsieur Perrine, which I've never heard of. Raul Acosta and Oro Salido, no. <laughs> September 18th is just a Latin celebrity talent to be announced. <laughs> but I guarantee you I haven't heard of him. Audio Exchange, no. Los Amigos Invisibles, which is new this okay. year, no. 98 Degrees, yes, I've heard of 98 Degrees. Of course. Latin Ambition, no. Uh, Boys to Men, obviously, I've heard of Boys to Men. I was a kid in the 90s. Uh, Wish Radio, no. Mark Wills, no. Sugar Ray, yes. Icon Party Band, no. Hoobastank, yes. Air Supply, yes. And I really want to see them this year. Okay. Every year I say that I want to see Air Supply and I never get I to know, see I know, you them. always do. I always say I want to see Air Supply and I always say that I want to see um, Starship and I never see either of them. Uh, Evolution Motown, no. Taylor Dane, I feel like I've heard of Taylor Dane. 
Yeah, we talk about Taylor Dane every year yeah. also. <laughs> I don't remember a, these An things. 80s pop star. Uh, Billy Ocean I've heard of. Sound Up I have not. Hanson obviously I've heard of. Uh, Rexine, no, I've not. We the Kings, no, I've not. Sheila E, no. Epic Live, no. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, yes. And 38 Special, yes. Okay. So, there you go. You knew all the same ones you knew last year. Probably. <laughs> uh, Animal Kingdom news. Uh, we've got the Tree of Life Awakenings returning this fall. That's pretty good. Yeah, so to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't know that the um, that it went away. Apparently it did. Apparently it did. Now it's back. I I can't tell you the last time I've been in Animal Kingdom at night, actually. Like, that's not a, you know. I did it one time. Not much desire to do it again. Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, I think because it was a park that was never built to, like, be, like, be open at night. Like, I, I don't think that was right. ever in, like, Joe Rody's plan. That really, like, the only thing you have to look forward to at night is, like, what Pandora looks like. And yeah, I, 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 really, it was that uh, it was that nighttime safari that that sent me in the other direction. Oh goodness, that nighttime safari is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. If you squint, you can just make out the the sight of some uh, some wildebeests out there. Maybe that's either I mean, a that wildebeest. Was like the first time I was like, what? like, do I need glasses? Like, I can't see anything. That's either a wildebeest or a park ranger or Pluto. <laughs> uh, but uh, the the I remember when I told you about the LED sun. The sunset. Yeah, that the that sunset. I could see clearly. Yeah, I told you about the sunset, and you were like, "There's no." Like, you thought I was exaggerating. You're like, "There's no way it's that bad." Well, and it's then, funny, you know, you you read all the press stuff, and it's like, "Oh, it's like realistic looking." It looks like the and scoreboard like, out of out of an old school baseball stadium. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, it looked it looks like the welcome wagon that they send in Independence Day. That when like the alien ship comes, they're trying to like yep. flash the lights at them. The thing I regret is I. On that trip, that was my safari. I was like, oh, we're going to save safari for nighttime. Yes. And it was like, oh, I guess I'm just not doing safari this trip. I will say sun sunset safari is fantastic. That sounds nice. It's great because the animals are like active again. Right. So, uh, so the projection show that initially debuted in 2016 takes place on the Tree of Life and has been suspended in recent times as the park has been closing before darkness falls. Uh, so Disney says, as the sun sets, the Tree of Life will awaken with limited time projections of stunning visuals teeming with vivid color and animated imagery in harmony with inspiring music and sounds. So there you have it. It's back. Wow, nice. For those of you that didn't know, it was gone for a little bit. Uh, in further Animal Kingdom news, we've got my favorite kind of Animal Kingdom news. You know what that is? Bird news? No, it's an animal birth. Oh, yes. Yes. So we have a new animal born. Uh, a baby mandrel has just been born uh, over at Animal Kingdom. And that is very, I very I saw exciting. those pictures. Yes, very adorable. Ad adorable. Now, I've gotten to see the baby mandrels. But there was a baby mandrel not too long ago. It's actually covered. Wow. Yeah, it was covered in the Secrets of the Animal Kingdom um, or whatever that's right, called. Right, the Magic. special. Yeah, the, 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 yep. on Disney+. Plus. And yeah, but I've like seen it like riding around on like the, the dominant male mandrel's back uh, but disney's animal kingdom has welcomed a baby mandrel monkey to kilimanjaro safaris saffron was born to her mother hazel on july 24th 2023 weighing in at less than three pounds 
Um, and a couple pictures of her. Dr. Mark Penning, the vice president of animal science and environment of Disney Parks, said the bond between the two has been inseparable, and even Saffron's sister Ivy has yet to hold her. Do do other like monkey kids like hold the baby? Maybe. I, Why not? I, I would hope not. Like monkeys are vicious, dude. Like they'll like rip your face off. Like yeah, but probably not with family. Yeah, I don't know. They're pretty like I don't know. Like jealousy, you know. Though I will say that gorilla family is like my favorite thing in Animal Kingdom now. Oh yeah. Apparently the you know a couple of the the boys the sons um a few of them had to be taken out of the family. Really? Yeah, because they got like too violence. No, they got they just when they get to a certain age the gorillas like leave their parents right. and they right. leave like, the little family unit and they go so those well if they're males. The, uh, so those two males went and joined the bachelor troop, which is like on the other side of that bridge. Okay. So they're still there. They're just on the other side of the bridge. They're just not with their family. Um, yeah, I think like the, you know, uh, what's his name? Gino. Gino is the name of the, the dad. And he's like in his 40s. Like that. Dude, gor- he's huge. He's massive. Like, honestly, I, I can remember being there and being like, I, I mean, saying I'm scared is a little weird, but like. He's so massive. Mm-hmm. And I know he's like kind of like chilled out there and everything. Oh, yeah. But he's... You're like, wow, like what would happen if like he went like just nuts? There was a um, there's a there was a really good episode on him on Secrets of the Animal Kingdom. Oh, that's awesome. On his birthday. They gave him like a big birthday cake. I remember that. Yep. And then the um, the, the the kids like tried to take the birthday cake and he chased him away. But eventually he did share it. All right, you ready to head over to um, Hollywood Studios? Because we got big news at Hollywood Studios. I like big news, and I like Hollywood Studios. I mean, this is old news for most Disney fans because it was announced back in June, but, uh, you know, we were on hiatus. But uh, Disney has announced a new hard-ticket holiday event for Hollywood Studios called Disney Jollywood Nights. So this is going to be a new hard-ticket Christmas party at Hollywood Studios. Right. So right. that's pretty awesome. The it's going to run for ten nights in twenty twenty three, and it is priced from one fifty nine to one seventy nine per person. So it is the exact same price as uh, as Very Merry. You know, I really like the idea of a hard ticket event not at Magic Kingdom. I know that sounds crazy. No, I'm with you on that. I think it's I think it's very new, and you know, Hollywood Studios has kind of become like the Christmas park. Yes. Have you noticed that? Like more so than even Magic Kingdom? Like, well, yeah, with all the decorations. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that I wish they would just do is get, do a Galaxy's Edge, like, like, like turnover for Life Day. I would love that. And when they, they started doing all the Life Day merch, I was like, oh my gosh, this is coming. Like, this is, this yeah. is good. This is going to happen. It's and, not a big enough thing. But you know what? It would still give it a holiday overlay and people would learn about it. I hope you're right. I just I think maybe they feel like it would be mocking of the holidays, if that makes sense. I don't know, but I I could see them being like, "Well, it's a Wookiee holiday, and it's not a Wookiee planet." Right. And I'd be like, "No, like I don't care anymore. Change you changed literally everything else about Star Wars. You yeah. can change. Well, life I mean, day. you could celebrate it, Life Day anywhere. You know? Yeah. It's I mean, listen, fun. my my Disneyland trip that's coming up. Um, I got Oogie Boogie tickets, and by I, I mean Justin. I don't know what kind of magic he works. Yes, but I know he, he got me Oogie Boogie for tickets. You. Justin had a way with me travel we're talking about. I don't know how he did it. I don't want to know like what kind of sorcery he used, but Ninjas. all I know is he was able he was able to make this happen. And the idea of going to a hard ticket event 
not in a castle park. I don't mm-hmm. know for some weird. I'm like super excited about it. Oh, that Oogie Boogie is in California Adventure. It's in California Adventure. Interesting. Oh, I'm really excited about. It. Well, Jollywood is my choice for hard ticket event this year. Like, I really want to go to that. I think yeah, it sounds great. Uh, so we'll get into here. Uh, so a new separately ticketed event will take place from 8:30 p.m. to 12:30 a.m. on 10 select nights between November 11th and December 20th. Ticket holders will be admitted to Disney's Hollywood Studios as early as 7 p.m. on the valid date of their ticket. The date-specific event tickets do not require an additional day theme park ticket or theme park reservation. So same kind of deal. Experience holiday vibes throughout Disney's Hollywood Studios with entertainment areas inspired by different genres. You'll be welcomed to Disney Jollywood Nights with a DJ spinning a mix of holiday tunes. Probably DJ Elliot. It's usually DJ Elliot. Uh, Commissary Lane comes to life with a lively Latin street fair. I don't... Okay, right? Um, And now, okay, so here's the main event here. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy host a live holiday special at Theater for the Stars with some of their Disney friends. Come on, what more could you ask for? Now, do you think this is going to be puppets like Great Moments in History? Or do you think they'll be like on a screen or something? I I don't know. If it's on a screen, I don't know how much of a show that is. Yeah, I know. But like, I would love it if it's the puppets because... You know, I think it would be. I know some. I know Dis- a bunch of Disney puppeteers, and I really hope they get to do. It's just like such an honor, I think, to oh yeah, to do that. You know, and th- I think they've been rolling out the pu- like in Disneyland, didn't they do like a cavalcade with the Muppets? Yeah, I think they did something. There's something like that. Okay, um, and it says Hyperion Theater will host a spirited sing-along with more details to come. You're going to encounter glitz and glamour galore at two limited-capacity entertainment experiences. There will be a jazz lounge at the Hollywood Brown Derby and an otherworldly soiree at the Hollywood Tower Hotel Courtyard. Wrap up the night and enjoy the return of the festive favorite jingle bell jingle bam! This Santa, I know the Santa size nighttime spectacular is jam packed with music, fireworks, special effects, and dazzling state of the art projections. Uh, by the way, I don't like Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. I just like saying it. <laughs> I know you do. I, I actually really I, like the cartoons. So. I just thought it was so like, I don't know, lackluster. Like I don't know, there weren't enough fireworks. Uh, you can snap selfies with unique photo opportunities throughout the night, including pose with friends for holiday themed magic shots and two new Disney photo pass experiences. Uh, complimentary digital downloads of your Disney photo pass photos. Meet Mickey, Minnie, and the rest of the iconic gang in animation courtyard on a hot set with holiday props. Get into the spirit with your favorite throwback friends like Powerline Max and Phineas and Ferb at Echo Lake and strike a pose with Edna Mode and chill with one of her super friends at Pixar Place. I will. I would like to add that Powerline Max has been at Hollywood Studios every day lately. Yeah, I mean, it's such a big thing now. As you go toward... Um, as you go toward Galaxy's Edge, past right across from the Muppets, Goof, right. Goofy and Max are like right, and Powerline Max are there like every day now. Yeah, you know it's funny. It's a character I don't have a picture with, but it doesn't speak to me in the same way like it wasn't like you. I get yeah, you because Goofy Movie wasn't like like I was a kid when Goofy Movie came out. Yeah, it wasn't really a thing for me. So it says, enjoy after-hours access to some of your favorite rides and coasters under the stars. After-hours access to some of your favorite rides like Slinky Dog Dash, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith for now, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, and more. Uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will be using a virtual queue system during Jollywood nights. That's interesting. Yes. 
Indulge in delicious holiday tastes and sips exclusive to the party. Guests can buy specialty offerings through the party like spicy Korean chicken on a mini funnel cake. Sweet delights including a colorful Christmas tree cookie stack inspired by the iconic Echo Lake Christmas tree. And classic cocktails and holiday beverages that can be enjoyed during the party. Disney Jollywood Nights is a limited capacity Hollywood uh, holiday event. Hollywood event. Uh, guests of select Walt Disney World hotels, including the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin and Shades of Green, can buy tickets starting June. Tw- we're able to buy. Sorry, tickets may be purchased by all guests starting on July 6th, so they are available now. Uh, the Walt Disney World website tickets range from 159 to 179 per person. The dates are November 11th, 18th, 20th, 27th, and 29th, and December 4th, 6th, 16th, 18th, and 20th. I wonder how limited it is. I'm, I'm, I, I really think this is going to sell out. Oh, I 100% think it's going to sell out. Yeah. Um, I don't see anything currently on it selling out. So, yeah, I don't see it. Apparently, Jack Skellington and Oogie Boogie, though, will be at the Hyperion Theater. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a neat photo op. I wonder if they're together or if they're separate. So, It'd be really cool if you could get them together. I just think that'd be like something really unique. Yeah, but you don't really usually do like a photo op with no, the, the hero and the villain of a movie together. No, because, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because why would they be standing there together? Like, like the experience is weird. Yeah, like like I feel like you it know? would be awkward. Just like, oh wow, like you know, standing between these two people that hate each other, like Hook and Peter right. Pan. Like, hey, didn't that guy cut your hand off and feed it to a crocodile that now has a lust for your for your flesh? Like. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> uh, Disney started casting for Jollywood Nights, uh, so it um, is seeking a seeking singers to play Tiana and Belle alongside male and female vocalists in a show at Theater of the Stars. Belle will be singing as long as there's Christmas, and Tiana will be singing a quote a style similar to Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. AKA they're going to change all I want for Christmas just enough where they don't have to pay Mariah Carey for the Exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, it just says famous Muppets Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy will be special guests in the Star Studded production, which features appearances by Tiana, Belle, Minnie Mouse, and Mickey Mouse, joined by talented cast of singers, dancers, and live jazz musicians. Okay, so they're, they're being tight lipped about whether these are going to be live puppets. You know, like, here's the thing like, I know Disney puppeteers, but they don't tell me anything. Like, I try. Well, I'm sure they can. No, they can't. They're not going to risk their jobs for me. So, right. Um, so, oh, there's a new drink available at Galaxy's Edge. Oh, oh I saw this. Yes. I don't know what I think about it. Uh, I don't either. So, it's a new sweet sip landing at the milk stand at Galaxy's Edge. And it is the Tenu Swirl Crunchies cereal it is topped with raspberry jelly and mini rainbow candy. Crunchy candies. I mean, let me just say, I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the milks, right? Green I mean, I blue. like the blue. I like the blue. I'm going to try it again. I, I honestly, I haven't had it in the last couple of years. But when they mention cereal, I'm like, okay, maybe the consistency is a little different. But I look at it, I, I don't see anything cereal-like. It looks like there's something in, like, is that just like the crunchy, like, candies inside of it? Because I see the candies Are you talking about the, the red stuff? No, like, like, here, hold on. I'm going to. Are you going to show me this? Yes, I'm going to show you this. Like, okay, like look, have... look, at, look in the red stuff. You see like these rainbow things. I know, but if that's the extent of the 
cereal that's in it. I mean, this is just a weird drink. I mean, yeah, like I thought it like when I saw rainbow, you know, cereal, I was like, okay, that's like the safe generic term for Fruity Pebbles. But exactly. Apparently it's not Fruity Pebbles. I don't know. But I mean, they do have a great cereal based drink over. So now I don't like cold coffee. I think cold coffee is the devil. Uh, But my fiance convinced me to try this um, cold brew beverage at Galaxy's Edge, which is sold at the popcorn stand. Okay. Uh, Which, by the way, have you ever had, like, the Galaxy's Edge popcorn? All of it. It's gross. (laughs) Uh, You want to know what's really weird? It's different in Disneyland, and it's great there. Oh, good, because the one in Walt Disney World is gross. The flavors are totally separate. Like, they're not even the same flavors. No. The... um, but the uh, so it's a cold brew coffee and it has cocoa puffs on top of it and like a foam. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I do. I definitely dug the cocoa puffs. Okay, so we're not done yet. We've got some outside Walt Disney World news. We actually got some Universal Studios news. Oh, cool! Let's yeah, do it. Uh, a new DreamWorks land is coming to Universal. Have you heard about this? No. Yes, Universal, and then we're not talking about. Um, you know, the new park. We're not talking about uh, right. what, what's it called? Right. Uh, what? Epic Universe. Epic Universe, yeah. So Universal Orlando Resort has announced that an all-new themed land featuring DreamWorks animation characters will replace Kid Zone at Universal Studios Florida. What's Kid Zone? Kid Zone is like that Fievel area right by E.T., like that whole area back there. It's like oh, a Curious yeah, yeah. George okay. thing. And like How a, big is that? Pretty, it's bigger than you think because Halloween Horror Nights last year – to get to the Universal Monsters uh, house, you had to go that way. And, like, the line went through there. and Is that where the Barney show is? Yes, it's kind of like where the Barney show was. It's not okay. there anymore. Right. Um, I just remember taking Abby when she was really little. Yeah. So according to Universal, quote, As guests step into this new land, their imaginations will run wild as they take in the vibrant colors, sights, and sounds that surround them. They will share special moments with their favorite characters like Gabby from Gabby's Dollhouse. I've never heard of that. And explore themed interactive play spaces and attractions that bring popular franchises like Shrek, Trolls, and Kung Fu Panda to life in the most imaginatively fun ways. The new DreamWorks land coming to Universal Studios Florida is part of a collection of new entertainment experiences debuting at Universal Orlando Resort in 2024. Kid Zone was closed in January 2023 and has been largely cleared to begin work on the new land. So there you go. Okay. Now they're saying attractions, but there's like nothing announced for it, obviously. Yet. Right, right. And, you know, I don't think they mentioned How to Train Your Dragon in that. And well, I th- thought that was going to be an epic universe. That's a ru- I don't know if that's confirmed or if that's a rumor. And I was thinking that, that ba- if it is a rumor, that basically confirms the rumor. Right. Right. Uh, okay. So now, so here's the thing. Were you aware that they were building a Minions land? I thought I had heard something about this. I had heard nothing about this. And then, like, the yeah. soft open happened. They were soft open a Minions land. And I was like, what? Yep. I thought it was Cal- – I was like, oh, it must be California. And I looked, and I'm like, no, it's here. What? Minions Land is officially opening at Universal Orlando on August the 11th. Uh, so wow. that's just a couple days from now. Universal Orlando Resort has today announced that Minion Land on Illumination Avenue will officially open to guests on August 11th at Universal Studios Florida. Currently in preview for guests, Minion Land was created in partnership between Universal Creative and Illumination and brings to life a whole new level of Minion mischief and diabolical fun. 
Minion Land expands upon the popular Despicable Me Minion Mayhem attraction to engage the entire family in a new collection of adventures inspired by Illumination's Minions franchise. In Illumination's Villain Con Minion Blast, guests can blast their way to supervillain stardom. Blending immersive sets, interactive game-based technology, and an original storyline, this first-of-its-kind attraction puts guests' villainous skills to the test to see if they have what it takes to become a member of the Vicious Six, a notorious group of supervillains from the hit film Minions The Rise of Gru. Uh, So that Illumination's Minions Cafe is a new eatery run by the Minions featuring Papa Nana. A kiosk featuring banana-flavored popcorn, that sounds awful, uh, freeze-ray pops, a walk-up window serving colorful frozen treats, and Bake My Day, a retail location and bakery featuring minion-themed sweet treats. Guests can also stop by the outdoor Illumination Theater facade to meet, greet, and interact with characters like the Minions Gru, Margot, Edith, and Agnes from Despicable Me franchise, and Rosita, Gunter, and Johnny from the hit film Sing. I don't know why they're in Minions Land, the, the Sing characters, but I guess yeah, they, they I guess need somewhere to fits, put it. Right? Uh, a new evil stuff retail store officially also completes Minion Land. Okay, so now you know where this is, right? It's like where the Monsters Cafe yes. was, like that whole mm-hmm. street. Um, it's funny because so my fr- my friend uh, Jenna, my best friend, we we go to Universal together all the time. It's like our thing, and she loved the Monsters Cafe. She hates the Minions. So when they closed down the you know the Monsters Cafe, they put up all these like Minion themed like walls. And I was like, oh, my God, wouldn't it be so funny if they, like, turned this into Minion Land? And she was like, shut up. Like, that would be the worst thing ever. And she's, like, all into, like, the dark. She's, like, the queen of Halloween Horror Nights. Right. Okay. And and so now I'm wondering what this is going to be during Halloween Horror Nights. Because that's, like, where you enter Halloween Horror Nights. If you don't don't make, like, the the right turn uh, toward the Hello Kitty store. Like, typically, that's, like, a whole big zone right there. And now it's going to be, like, themed to the Minions. So, like, what are they going to do? <laughs> I guess we're going to find out. Like, that was, where, that was where the Pumpkin Lord was last year. Like, right there in his right. big pumpkin. He was so cool. Pumpkin Lord, he was sassy. And uh, then who's the Little Pumpkin? Oh, Little Boo. Little Boo. Yeah, so a couple, the story behind Little Boo is that a couple of years ago, there was a um, – he was a social media movement. Like people in the one house – Yeah. I don't know how they got pictures of him because you're technically not supposed to take your phone out in the house. But they got a picture of this little pumpkin with like this weird expression on his face. And everyone on the internet named it Little Boo. And like it became like a phenomenon. And then the next year, boom, Universal had Little Boo merchandise. And I was like, I good for you, Universal. Because if that was Disney, they would have taken that pumpkin – backstage the second it made a splash and threw it in the fire (laughs) (laughs) yeah i thought little boo was cool yeah disney i mean look disney has embraced certain concepts that were fan created like the purple wall now has merchandise the you know the the dapper day like they officially acknowledge dapper day now for whatever reason the, the haunted mansion ring Yes, the ring. Yeah, like these these are like but but there are certain things that like when fans like create these movements, Disney's like, nope. Right. Uh-uh. Yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah. So the um I bought my so I told you I'm not going to um not so scary this year. However, I will be going to Halloween Horror Nights ad nauseum. Right. Could you get the I pass per- where you I can per- go all the time? Yes, I purchased my frequent fear pass last week. I can go any day but Saturday with this pass. I would like to do Halloween Horror Nights one year. 
dude, I would love to do Halloween Horror Nights with you. It's like so much fun. It's I would like to do that. It's really cool. I would say if you're if you're just going with the family, it's worth it to get the express pass for it. Yeah, you have to. Everyone's told me that. Yes. The 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 houses are, you know, the the weights are insane. Right. So, um the, I mean, so this year the houses that they had so I think Chucky might end up being the host this year. Okay. Or or Dr. Oddfellow who's kind of like their one of another one of their original characters like the Pumpkin Lord. Um they made like a big deal last year when when Horror Nights ended about Chucky. So, and Chucky does have a house this year. So there's a Chucky house. Which I think the Chucky house is going to... Like, every year there's, like, a house that's, like, not scary. Like, they're the Beetlejuice house. was Like, it was, like, Beetlejuice right. one year. Then last year it was the weekend. And like, I think the Chucky house is going to be not super scary. Because Chucky's kind of evolved to, like, be more, like... Camp. Yeah, more campy over the years. Uh, right. But you also have The Last of Us, which is going to be terrifying. Right. And then you've got... Uh, I, I already told my, my friend Jenna, I was like... The second I hear a clicker, I'm going to throw you and, like, run. <laughs> um, because, like, I have, like, PTSD from the clickers from playing the game. Uh, they ha- And then they've got... Um... I know Stranger Things is a big one. This Stranger year. Things, yes, uh, with Vecna. Uh, I, think, I feel like that's a year too late. Apparently, they tried to get it last year. Right. They tried to get it last year, and I guess Stranger Things was doing its own, like, Halloween haunted house tour kind of thing. So Netflix wanted, like, a ton of money for it. But now I don't think – I think Netflix is kind of, like, struggling right now. So it was like, you'll, you'll give us money for this? Okay, here. Here, take it. I actually canceled my Netflix account today. Oh, that's pretty fine. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, like, get it back, like, when Cobra Kai comes out. But, you know. Other than that, I'm like, there's really no reason to have it right now. I'm not I'm not using it. I'm not watching anything on it. Uh, then there was, um, there's going to be, uh, The Exorcist is getting a house. Okay. And I think it's the Bloomhouse Exorcist, which I don't know if it's come out yet. But Bloomhouse, last year, the, the Bloomhouse, uh, two, two houses that you went through, we only did it once because it was legitimately terrifying. Right. Like, it wasn't even, like, fun scary. It was just scary. And right. <laughs> so we were like, we're never doing this house again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the um, yeah, so you know, those are like the big like IP houses as far as I remember. Then they have a bunch of like other like, you know, original houses. I know one of them is like like uh, this wizard with like two dragons and it's like a fantasy kind of deal. Like that sounds, oh, that really, sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Uh, and we usually do the stay and scream, which if you're an annual pass holder, it works, but you can also purchase it like with a regular ticket. We're basically like when they're closing the park down to turn it over, you just like go to like a location in the park. Right. And then like the second they're open, you get to come out. Right. Um, and then all the scare zones are also like theme, like they always have a story, but now like they're all like wrapped into each other. These five scare zones. It's all about this guy, Dr. Oddfellow. Which is like a um, original character they created years ago. He has a, he has a haunted house in this, and he also all five of the scare zones are themed around like his adventures or, or misadventures or whatever. That sounds so, cool. I didn't love all the scare zones last year. Like there was this one really weird one where it was like hollow, it was like a Halloween like small town like costume contest where this like evil guy like spiked the candy and all the kids turned into monsters. That one was weird. All right. Can I tell you, though, I don't, I can't eat the food at Halloween Horror Nights. Why? Did I ever t- tell you about this, like, little thing that I have? Like, I've tried many times. I, 
I think it's the gory imagery all over the place turns my stomach. That's interesting, but I get it. That and makes I, sense. I mean, that was the way I was as a kid too. Like I remember the first time I saw Batman Returns. When I saw the Penguin, I couldn't eat for like two days. So, congratulations, Danny DeVito. <laughs> you star one for two. Yeah, you win. Uh, all right. Well, anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm, I'm. I am excited about doing Universal in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to hear what that's like. Um, yeah. I, I want a full Nintendo Land report when you get. Back. Yeah, I don't have high hopes. It's not. I know it's. You know, it's one park. I know it's nothing like crazy, crazy. But I do want to see it. I mean, the rumor. There have been rumors that here in Orlando, it's going to be bigger than it is. Oh yeah. Else. Like because they have like all this land to work with. Yeah, hundred um, percent. That they, it might it might be more than just Mario, which yeah, it's it's, it's it's funny because we're like two years away from Epic Universe, and I feel like we don't really know much about like we know rumors, like we know there's going to be some kind of dragon roller coaster, we know Nintendo's going to be there, we know there's going to be some Universal Monsters stuff, but we don't really know. And I'm I'm assuming more Harry Potter, right? But we don't really know a lot about what it's going to be. Um, I'm, I, if I was a betting man, what would you say? I, I would, I would put a lot down on Zelda. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've always want. That's what I always wanted the, you know, these parks to be like I, uh, the Nintendo land, I wanted it to be like, there's a Donkey Kong log flume in a barrel. There's like a right. Kirby's land. There's a Star Fox, like Star Tours and, you know, like all these other like Nintendo properties. And I really hope that's the, the route that they're going because I don't like that. It's super Nintendo world and it's just Mario. And that, right. and I love Mario. I'm a huge Mario fan, but yeah, I, uh, one, one step at a time. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um. Then the um. Yeah. And, and, and so, real quick, uh, for you guys, you know, before I just wanted to hype one more time, our Patreon is live. Uh, you know, it's uh, Patreon.com/slash Two Men and the Mouse. That's number two men and the mouse. Uh, use the numeral two, and uh, you know there are a bunch of different tiers for you guys to choose from starting at $3 and going all the way up to $50. So, uh, but the $50 is limited to only five people. It's, it, it's kind of our little club 33, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like our exclusive, uh, ultimate mouser tier. So I believe the tiers, um, as I remember them are $3, $5, $15, $35 and $50. Cool. And, you know, you get more stuff. You know, it'll be launching with our first patron episode. And also we're going to be putting up the uh, the video of us watching the full house. That might not be up immediately when we launch, but it will be up, you know, very soon thereafter. Ho- I'm hoping within a day. Um, <clears throat> so anything else you want to add, Pete? I think that's it for me All today. Right, well, then that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. And we always appreciate you having there. If you want to talk more about our good friend, Peter Mandel, head on over to Row Comics in Cranford, New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or go to rogcomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. You had some visitors from Two Men in the Mouse coming to Row Comics recently, didn't I you? I did. I did. They came from I, quite far. From Kalamazoo. <laughs> Is that... Is that a real place? Uh, yeah. or is it like a Dr. Seuss place? No, in Michigan. Oh, uh, okay. Jason, I believe, and Kat. Okay. I remember Kat because they were like, Kat from Kalamazoo. So I'm like, oh, I got it. <laughs> Very cool. Um, 
They were super nice. Yeah. I, I love when I love listen, I love when Disney people come in because I'm like, oh cool, can we just talk about Disney? Yeah, right? I talk I talked their ear off. I think they were like they came in and they were like, hey, and then they were like, All right, we gotta go. <laughs> and you were like, wait, wait, one more thing about Disney. Like, <laughs> oh, all right, folks. And for me, folks, uh, the Morty Monster YouTube channel is up and running again. We actually just posted a bunch of shorts today. Uh, all featuring like Disney stuff and we've got our video from the Disney Wish so you can find that at youtube.com slash Morty Monster follow them on Instagram at Morty Monster and friends and facebook.com slash Morty Monster uh, and of course my books are all available on amazon.com you can look up the Rostinanti series R-O-S-I-N-A-N-T-I on Amazon that is my uh, complete four book uh, series and you can also find um, you know my other books under the pen name Vincent Valentine. that's V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N all right. Well, that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? Let's do it again next week. We will do it again next week. Folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. And we will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.